In a surprise announcement, Amazon said that founder and CEO Jeff Bezos would transition to the role of executive chairman, handing the CEO reins to veteran executive Andy Jassy. Let's break down this huge, huge news. I'm Roger Chang. This is your Daily Charge. Here to discuss the Amazon leadership shuffle is our new e-commerce reporter, Laura Hatala. Welcome, Laura. Thanks for having me. Well, this was a a pretty huge uh, announcement to get going on this beat. I know this was your first time covering an earnings report ever, and we, we prepped for it thinking this would be your standard earnings report. And then Amazon, of course, threw a huge curveball. From the reactions that you've seen, how big of a surprise was this move? It seemed like a really big surprise. There were definitely no signals of this ahead of time. And yeah, I mean, the way we were looking at this was regular earnings story, going to see how much the profits were over the holiday season. Um, And that's actually kind of what Wall Street was focused on as well. I didn't hear a lot of huge reactions to the Bezos news there either. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think it was a pretty big surprise to anyone observing this company because this man has been associated. He founded it. He's been associated with it so closely for all these years, uh, for him to take a different role at this time this year, uh, I think was a big surprise. Yeah. So Bezos is stepping down in the third quarter. Can you give me the details on this transition plan? Right. So he's stepping down in the third quarter to become executive chairman, which puts him um, in a leadership role on the board and uh, gives Andy Jassy the CEO role. Um, And so he will take over basically at the halfway point of the year. And can you tell me more about Andy Jassy? Who is he? Is he has he been with Amazon for a long time? What what is his what has his role been at the company? So Andy Jassy has been at Amazon a really long time. He started in 1997 and he uh, started out working closely with Jeff Bezos and then transitioned to uh, you know really shaping and forming what Amazon Web Services, the cloud computing service, would become. And that uh, segment of Amazon has become a huge profit driver for the company um, and really taken over. You know they have a huge market share of cloud computing and. Uh, have established themselves as a big leader in that area. And that has been uh, under Jassy's leadership essentially that entire time. Yeah, they essentially built that business from scratch. And this this idea of web hosting on demand, I mean, I know they started with largely powering startups, but at this point, massive companies now use it. And it is the leader in cloud services, something companies like Microsoft and Oracle has been scrambling to catch up on. Now, Obviously, Andy Jassy, and he comes from an area that's more tech-focused. It is not the retail business. It is not the hardware business. How do you think his elevation to CEO will change Amazon, or does it change Amazon? That's a really good question. And it is a technical uh, role that's really vital to the structure of the internet at this point, Amazon Web Services and cloud computing. Uh, It was originally built off of Amazon's platform to support its retail um, endeavors. So it it had a retail tie-in to begin with, but it grew into something much more and kind of something much more behind the scenes that uh, regular internet users uh, may be vaguely aware of, but it's not a part of their day-to-day lives. Whereas Amazon, of course, is a huge consumer facing uh, brand with its retail services. So that is is the part that many people uh, know and use and, and is a household name for them. I think having somebody new who isn't in that role, it's going to be, a uh, you know, we're going to see how he takes on that role in that more public facing um, service. And, and of course, all the other services Amazon provides from desi- devices to streaming and so forth. Yeah, it's obviously a big change for uh, Andy Jassy, who really worked 
you know, b- b- below the radar uh, with this hugely, hugely influential part of Amazon, but one that we don't really focus a lot on because it doesn't directly touch consumers. And so we'll, we'll see what happens. Now, obviously, this news came amid Amazon's fourth quarter earnings report. And just to give us a quick rundown, how did Amazon do during that holiday sales stretch? They did really well. Uh, they more than doubled their profits uh, over the same quarter last year um, and uh, shattered even their own predictions and Wall Street's predictions um, So of, of earnings per share um, for their shareholders. And, uh, you know, it, it was the end of a year where Amazon had uh, managed, even though it had to invest greatly in dealing with the pandemic, managed to turn a huge profit due to the fact that they were able to meet that challenge and, and meet the surge of demand in products, but also because that surge was there, because everyone was locked down from time to time and trying to avoid um, going into stores during the pandemic. Yeah, that, that really gave, I think, a lot of folks motivation to rely even more heavily on online services like Amazon. Uh, you know, it's obviously a lot safer uh, and a lot more convenient to have groceries, toilet paper, what have you delivered to your doorstep as opposed to go out and, and try to interact with people. I know personally we've been we've been stuck at home and, and largely relying on services like Amazon. Now uh, during the conference call, I know you listened in on it. Um, you kind of alluded to the fact that most of the analysts focused on the financials. I'm just curious if any of them actually asked about the executive change uh, and, and whether or not that came up as a topic of conversation. It came up about uh, six analyst questions into the call. So mostly the financial analysts were asking uh, technical questions about how, oh, you've, you've spent all this money on the pandemic have you spent enough money? Can you meet the challenge now? Or do you need to keep pouring money into that? And, and once the pandemic ends, are you going to need all these extra warehouses and equipment and all of that? Is that going to become a drag on your on your efficiency? Um, so, you know, that not not the news that everybody was really paying attention to. But eventually someone did ask. But the answers, you know, were, were not super specific about what it's going to look like. Just, you know, Amazon saying that this was a carefully thought out transition and that it, uh, you know, it, it was going to be something they had a lot of confidence in. Uh, so it, it, yeah, it, it wasn't really a huge Wall Street focus and, and Amazon didn't speak to it a lot during that, that, during that call. Got it. And digging into the, the results, did they talk a little bit about how Prime Day fared? Because that was obviously uh, an off-calendar event, right? Usually that's in the summer. They had to move it back because of COVID. Uh, and, and it dropped right before that holiday season. Did, did they say anything about whether or not it you know, performed as well as past years or not? They were really more focused on the holiday sales. Um, that was what they highlighted throughout the uh, earnings report and the press release that came with it. Uh, and you know, they didn't say that Prime Day tanked or anything like that. Um, but you know, just essentially that uh, holidays. Um, you know, they said they shipped more than a billion toys, uh, home goods, personal care needs, etc., across the world during the holiday season. Um, and it, it seems like they were really emphasizing that as a profit driver for them this year, as well as um, Black Friday and Cyber Monday and, and all of those big shopping days. Right. Any other insights from the earnings report? Um, yeah. I mean, it was just interesting to see uh, how much they were emphasizing dealing with the pandemic. And, uh, you know, they've they faced a logistical challenge, both in delivery um, of goods and, you know, meeting the surge at their uh, warehouses and also, um, you know, the, also their uh, uh, efforts to keep their workers safe. Um, so I think that has been a big uh, 
a big aspect of what the driving the cost uh, of this, uh, you know, of their operations right now. And so it really is a big question as to, you know, how much they're going to have to keep spending on that and, you know, whether that's going to pay off. The other thing that they are doing is uh, it was more hinted at that they are advocating for vaccination for frontline workers. Obviously, that's going to be really important for Amazon, who has not only grocery workers, but workers who are, you know, uh, in some sense is essential if they're delivering goods that we need for our households. Um, so I'll be interested to see in the future how that works. Amazon is already practicing uh, doing uh, pop-up vaccination clinics on its premises in collaboration with hospitals for people who are currently eligible for vaccines. So we'll see how that plays out in the future, trying to get um, more vaccinations for their own workers. Gotcha. I know there's been a movement among companies like Uber and Lyft to get you know, their gig economy, their drivers, delivery folks uh, vaccinated as well. So we'll see what happens as the vaccine supply gets more plentiful. Well, Laura, thanks for your time. and appreciate you tackling this massive story on your very first time covering earnings. That is, uh, that's a heck of a memorable first go at earnings. So congrats on surviving. You can check out all of our Amazon coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe and rate the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.